just because he added these two non-Muslim countries doesn't hide the fact this is a Muslim ban. Of course, who happen to be the terrorists? Radical Islamic terrorists. So uh, whatever, uh, whatever. Uh, three things I think you need to know before we get to the Trump stuff. Uh, there was also a story that came out uh, came out this morning. Uh, John McCain says doctors have given him a very poor prognosis as he battles brain cancer. Uh, very poor prognosis. Which, again, regardless if you agree with him or not, I don't agree with John McCain at all. I'm not a fan of John McCain. I mean, wouldn't you at that point be like, you know, if it's really not that good, I'm going to go home and spend time with my family because that's the most important thing. The mo- I'm going to give it up. I'm going to let someone else take over. And I'm going to spend time with my family. But instead, what, what is it? it it's, uh, he's, he's just being stubborn. Ego. Huge. 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 Um, so, if you missed what Trump said, and you know, I, you know what my barometer is? Maybe I'm a bit of a homer on this. Uh, you know what my barometer is for this? Is my wife. Because she's married to me. And I, it's my job to like keep track of all this stuff. Now, maybe it's not a good barometer because she uses me not only as an object of her sexual desire, but also, what is it too early for that? No. Uh, also, as her like cheat sheet as to what's going on in the world, which you use that for me too, and I'm okay. That's why I get used. I'm all right with that. Use me for my body and my mind. Anyway, so that's true. Okay. So. I said to her, man, uh, you know, the, the players, Sunday morning, my, my son is, my eight-week-old son is screaming at four o'clock in the morning, so I'm up, and I didn't go back to bed. And I, I, you know, I'm like, you know, let me just stay up, and I did it for you. Let me watch these stupid NFL morning shows and see what these hammerheads have to say. And it was, it was beautiful. It was perfect. And, of course, they didn't ever bother playing exactly what Trump said. I'm watching NFL Network. I didn't watch ESPN until afterwards uh, just to see what they were saying. I watched NFL Network with Michael Irvin and Rich Eisen and Marshall Falk. I thought Rich Eisen was going to cry, by the way. It's amazing to me how all of a sudden these big, bad NFL players are a bunch of freaking snowflakes now. All of a sudden, the word SOB bothers them. Do you know what they call each other? While they're down on the field, do you have any idea what they they say the most horrific things to each other? And you know what other word comes out? The N word. But hey, whoa, son of a b, whoa, 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 that's it. No, 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 no. Right. So I'm watching this, and they're all freaking out as if this is okay. With the the one thing that well, there's a lot of things that cracked me up, but I'm like, God, these guys are just so dumb. I mean, they're literally stupid. They're in their own bubble. Uh. They're sitting here saying that it shouldn't be political. They're the ones that are doing this. They're sitting there saying, President Trump, divide. He's divisive. He's dividing the country. If these dumb players weren't because of Colin Kaepernick, an out-of-work NFL player is ruining the NFL. And he's laughing about it, too, by the way. You know what he's laughing about? Of course he's laughing about it. If these players didn't stand up and spit in the face of Americans that work hard every day and save their money and decide to spend some of it on going to a game, an NFL package, going to a sports bar, whatever it might be, jerseys, if they, if they, didn't, if they didn't do that and spit in the face of the Americans, Trump never would have said what he said. 
And yet they're all like, well, Trump's the one that's divisive. He's divisive. This is just terrible. He's divisive. He's divisive. He's divisive. You know what, Ryan? Let's play, just in case you didn't hear it, I'm playing the entire thing. It's, it's pretty quick. Uh, but this happened, and I saw this happen Friday. Friday night, and I was like, whoa. This is going to cause shockwaves. Thank you for the show, Prep President Trump. Number 97. You were able to bleep it out, too? You didn't bleep it out? Despite the actual capital letters there? I'd say uh, bleep it out? I, uh, I, can't, I couldn't do that. At the moment, I didn't even read that. We can't. I know. I know. I know. It's in caps. You know, it's Monday. Now we can't play it. I can. I can uh, turn it down real quick. The president said it. Yeah, I know. But I. I understand. I understand. All right, my fault. You know, we try to avoid uh, FCC fines and teed pregnancy. That's why we live by the. uh, Is is this up? By the way. Uh yes. Thank you. When in doubt, leave it out. Something to live by. Jack, you're a young guy. You're training here. You of A students. You should live by that. Otherwise, it's going to cost you lots and lots and lots of money. And you're going to lose a lot of sleep when you're young, and it, sh- it sucks. Anyway, um, okay, you want, do, you want, do you want to just lower it when he says it? I can go for that. All right, here we go. Here's the president Friday night talking about uh, Luther Strange in America, and here we go, in Alabama. Luther and I and everyone in this arena tonight are unified by the same great American values. We're proud of our country. We respect our flag. And here comes the -the off-the-cuff Trump, baby. And it's okay. It's okay. The haters out there. I shouldn't have said anything. Be quiet. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFLs when somebody disrespects our flag to say, get that son of a killed right now. (laughs) He's fired. He's fired. He's fired. And I left all the applause in just so you could hear the crowd go nuts. Hey, go to my chair. Get out of here, you son of a bee, Jack. Get in my chair. (laughs) Thank you, man. Listen to that. They're so offended. They're so offended. Thank you. You know... Some owner's going to do that. Yep. He's going to say, that guy that disrespects our flag, he's fired. (laughs) And that owner, they don't know it. They don't know it. They're friends of mine, many of them. They don't know it. They'll be the most popular person for a week. They'll be the most popular person in this country. Because that's a total disrespect of our heritage. That's a total disrespect of everything that we stand for. Okay? Everything that we stand for. There you go. Uh, was that so bad? Like, my wife watched, I played, she's like, what's this whole thing I'm hearing about? And blah, 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 blah. So I played that clip for her. She goes, that's it? I said, yes. So that's why, by the way, you didn't see on ESPN or NFL Network, or at least I didn't see it, right when we were talking about it, none of them actually played what Trump said. It's like the same thing with the um, Charlottesville situation. Nobody really played what he said. They just took it and took it out of context and made it what they wanted it to be. So, come on. Come on. Hang on real quick. Stuart, welcome to KNST. Hello, Stuart. Hey, good morning. How are you doing today? All right, what's happening, man? Not too much. Hey, just wanted to say I support the message that Trump's trying to to, uh, convey, and uh, I'll be dropping that to both of my fantasy teams today. And will not be attending any uh, any of the sporting events today. You know, I, I don't know what happened to 
the NFL code of conduct, but, you know, they're really teaching our youth a, a bad thing here. And, uh, you know, I, I hope they can recover from this because I enjoy the game for the most part, but can't support them right now. Wow, did you tell your uh, buddies that you're dropping out of the fantasy football leagues? I, I will be telling them today. Oh, matter they're... of fact, I got a person I hope does pretty good. So I'm going to offer her a couple of really great trades before I do it. Collusion! Collusion! Yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm acting just like the players on the NFL, right? <laughs> you, so you're going to kneel in protest? That's what you're going to do? I, I'm going to kneel in protest while I drop out. That's correct. Oh, if, my. If I thought I could get a couple of pictures, I'd actually shred a jersey on TV. You know what? People are doing it all over the place. There's a guy that burned his Steelers jersey, and it's all over YouTube. And, 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 and our family happens to be diehard Steelers fans, and quite frankly, I'm really disgusted with the team. Oh, we did, were going to make yeah. a trip down there for Thanksgiving, and we're canceling our plans. Wow. You know what? Yeah, that's the great thing about America. You speak with your wallet. You speak with your wallet. And, 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 yeah. and I, excuse me, I understand that's what the players are doing. They're speaking while they're being, uh, you know, the center of attention, but not while that's happening. My dad fought in World War II, and that's, to me, like them slapping him in the face. You know, and, and I, here's the thing. I don't even know if they real. They, they, I'm, I'm sure that they don't even know why they're doing this. You know, they probably don't even know what the anthem represents. That's probably where we need to start, is educating them in what yeah. it actually represents. So that they would think twice before doing what they're doing. You know what's crazy? Real quick, uh, I was watching Anquan Bolden, former Cardinals wide receiver, he was on ESPN. After I flipped off an of NFL Network, I put on ESPN, and he uh-huh. actually and I've been looking for the clip, and it's like all over, and I can't find it. But he said, you know, it's not really a protest, but you know, we're we're not protesting the country or the anthem. We're you know we're 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 protesting everything. We're we're not protesting against the police. We're protesting for also the slain officers. And we're protesting for the veterans that come home that aren't getting the treatment that they need. I'm like, no, you're not. That's not what yeah, it is. Know, you're making you know, this up you as you're going. If you believe you, <laughs> yeah. then donate your entire salary to those agencies and those funds. There you go. That's how you tell me that's really what you're standing up for. Right now, you're just trying to, you're trying to be the center of attention, and you don't even have a clue what you're doing. Exactly. There's so much. Listen, uh, you're a Steelers fan. Did you see? Did you hear what uh, Mike Tomlin, the coach, said about the one guy, the one player from the Steelers that came out for the anthem? Did you hear what he said about that? I didn't, but he should get a raise. Well, you know what? Stay with me. I'm going to play it after the commercial break. You want to hear what Mike Tomlin has to say, all right? Absolutely. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, man. Take care. 622. Yes, Mike Tomlin, head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, the entire team apparently said they were, we're going to stay in the locker room. We're going to stay in the locker room. We're not even coming out for the anthem. Wow. Uh, one guy on the team said, I am coming out. Alejandro Villanueva. Uh, served three tours in Afghanistan. Army Ranger. Bronze Star Award recipient. He came out by himself. And you could see him say, singing along with the national anthem. Imagine that guy in the locker room. You guys don't want to come out. I got bullets whizzing by my head. I served three tours in Afghanistan. You freaking losers. And he's the starting left tackle. He's probably, I don't know, 6'3", 300-something pounds. You try to tell that guy not to go somewhere. Good luck. So Mike Tomlin was asked about that. You got to hear his answer. It is coming up in about uh, five. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. 6.30. Thank you for hanging out. Dude, it was like 50 degrees when I was driving in. It's like 55 now. Oh, 
Beautiful. 88 for the high. Fantastic. Uh, Don't forget, follow me on Twitter, at Garrett Lewis. And on Facebook, follow me and like me, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. I was all over it yesterday. You could have got some free bonus Garrett Entertainment, right? Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. All right, we're going to play Mike Tomlin, right? Do you have the Mike Tomlin in there? You got the Mike Tomlin? Pittsburgh Steelers coach. Again, Alejandro Villanueva served three terms in Afghanistan, three tours in Afghanistan, uh, bronze medal, uh, bronze star award winner. Uh, the guy is a patriot. He is a real hero. He is a, I mean, he's a veteran. And he signed like, a, I think, a six-year or a four-year, $24 million contract, uh, starting offensive tackle for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers said, we're going to stay in the locker room. We're, you know what? Apparently Tom was like, we well, you know I don't want guys to draw attention to themselves by kneeling or protesting, so we had a talk, and they're, they're just, they're just going to stay in there. Let's play the second one. Let's play the second one. Villanueva uh, came out, and he was by himself, and he sang the national anthem in the tunnel. Cameras got him everything. So one of the reporters, you'll hear it, asked him, you know, what, what do you think? Why did Villanueva come out if you said you guys were going to stay in? And just, just listen to this. Here we go. Was okay. He came out. He was out of the tunnel because, of like I said, I was looking for 100 percent participation. We we're going to be respectful of our football team. Wow. So he was not happy. I was looking for that. Instead of saying, you know what, that guy's a patriot. I mean, Mike Tomlin. What a what a freaking clown. Why not say, you know what, it means a lot to a guy like Villanueva, and we respected that. We were there are guys that didn't want to come out or wanted to kneel, but whatever. You got to respect a guy that serves three tours in Afghanistan. But he didn't say that. He didn't say that. And it's really disturbing. And it's really disheartening. Uh, and I'm getting all the, uh, the, the uh, texts. And email. I, I got it all. Yeah. I remember there were some players that wanted to wear special 9-11 cleats to honor the heroes and the people that were killed on 9-11. The NFL said, nope, can't do it. And I get it. They have a uniform policy. I get it. But you're telling, why don't you be uniform and stand for the actual na- national anthem? Because you're telling me you can't wear those cleats. Dallas Cowboys wanted to wear a special decal on their helmet to honor the five police officers that were murdered uh, when they were trying to, uh, well, basically keep the peace at a Black Lives Matter protest. Remember that? And they had that one sniper guy. It was horrific. And the league said, nope, can't do it. Can't do that either. I remember when the league told Jake Plummer, remember the Arizona State quarterback Jake Plummer was playing for the Broncos? Plummer wanted to wear a 42 decal in honor of Pat Tillman, his buddy, who, of course, was killed uh, uh, serving uh, the country. And the league said, nope, can't do that. But they let these clowns do this. And by the way, there are owners in NASCAR that said, if any of our guys protest the anthem, we're firing them. And you know what? Everybody, that, that, the NFL owners can say the same thing. The same thing. But you know what? They're not. They're not saying the same thing. Because they're hypocrites. Absolute hypocrites. Uh, all right, 633 now on KNSD AM790. Coming back in about six minutes, CNN talked to a bunch of NFL fans, asked them what they thought about this. I think CNN was a bit surprised at what they heard, and you will hear it coming up right now on KNSD. Here's the latest from Fox. They didn't talk. 641, thank you for hanging out. It is, uh, it's Monday. 
Are you boycotting the NFL? Are you going to do it? Hey, download the iHeartRadio app. It's free. It's easy. So if you're driving somewhere, you're flying somewhere, you're walking the dog, you're at the gym, whatever, you can listen to KNST, this show. We're on KNST. Anytime. It's all there. And then you could uh, follow my Garrett Lewis channel on iHeartRadio. Just type Garrett Lewis. You'll see it. Ryan updates it every single weekday. Puts the whole show there. Some interviews, some good segments. It's all up to Ryan on that aspect, actually, because we just threw more at him. iHeartRadio app. Download it. It's free and easy. Now, I want you to uh, to hear, because I think it shocked CNN. CNN, you don't think CNN would purposefully put, you know, skew people's opinions to try to make that the... Uh, to make that the narrative, right? Like, you know, of course they would. Anyway, uh, that's why I was shocked at this. I don't, I don't think that they actually purposely went out to find a whole bunch of NFL fans. I would, I would think they'd actually find a whole bunch of NFL fans that would actually agree with the players. But apparently that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Um, I want you to hear, and then we'll they'll play some sound bites. It's one fourteen. we're going to play. Then we'll, you'll hear what happened in New England, what the Patriots fans did to their own team. But first, this is from CNN. They talk to NFL fans from around the country. Here we go. It's a show of disrespect, um, not only for those that have fought and died for our country, um, but those are currently serving. And I, I just, I, I disagree with it. I think that the message you're sending is, as a unit, you're a team. You, you are a team player that's very awesome, but at the same time, you're facing a nation. Like, it's nation versus team in that point. I think personally that, you know, they, they should stand up for the, the national anthem. That's just my personal opinion. I do respect the players' rights to uh, to take the knee. Uh, however, Soldier Field has history, you know, and uh, when they didn't come out, I was surprised. I think it was just disrespectful, and it, wow. it, now it's made into a bigger issue than it, than it really was. It went from one person now to a whole team, and any type of funding or whatever that's happening with the government should be pulled away from the NFL. To me, one, had a brother, lost his life in the war. And to see somebody not be respectful to do that, I always have been a firm believer there's two sides to every story, but not to know their side of the story is killing me because of the fact it seemed disrespectful. So I'm going to have to get their side of the story to make my unbiased opinion, but I will say this. For the sake of God, we're in Soldier Field. If you're going to stand for the flag and for the national anthem, this is where you do it at. That's right. Did you know there was a game yesterday at 6.30 in the morning local time? Jacksonville, in London. In London, Jacksonville and Baltimore. And by the way, my entire fantasy football team seemed to take a knee yesterday. They did nothing. So, um, there was a, there was a, it was a game uh, in, in London. And it made headlines because there were a bunch of players on the Ravens and the Jaguars that were kneeling during the national anthem played in London. And there were some locking arm and arm. I don't, what does that even mean? You're locking. I mean, shouldn't you do that anyway? Your teammates or whatever? I mean, it's just so whatever. So now, you know, it's not just kneeling. When you lock arm and arm, it means what? We're coming together? Great. Awesome. Whatever. Uh, but they were kneeling for our national anthem. Then, since they're in London, they're in Great Britain, they played God Save the Queen. And you know what? Every NFL player stood up. And respected that song. They respected God Save the Queen. Which is great. They should. But that's how clueless these idiots are. Like, you are spitting. They are the equivalent of Hollywood. They are spitting in the face of the consumer. At some point, if the NFL, all these owners came out, by the way, Trump's buddy Robert Kraft, they came out and they said, oh, listen, listen, listen. Uh, you know, what Trump said was divisive. Dude, it's like, do, do you, why didn't you guys come out and say it's divisive for your players 
to disrespect the anthem and the flag. That's divisive. That's what started this whole freaking thing. You think we're stupid? So all these owners are coming out because they have to back their players and blah, blah, blah. Dude, if I was an owner, you know, you go in there and go, guys, you like making all this money? You, if, look, if you have a problem with them in the country, great. Do it on your own time. If you want to keep making your money, I like making money. You like making these million-dollar contracts. We got to keep our advertisers. Got to keep ratings up. Got to keep fans buying jerseys, coming to the stadium, buying $12 beers. We have to keep this stuff. And if you keep doing this, they're going to get mad and not come to the games and not watch and not do this. And then you know what? You're losing money. So we're here to play football. People come here to escape politics. They come here to, to be entertained. That's what it is. So get a clue. Stop doing this. And just like NASCAR, NASCAR owners have come out and said, if any of our guys protest the anthem, we're firing them. Same thing here. This is where education is so stupid. The Bill of Rights, your freedom of speech, freedom of press, freedom of expression, freedom of this, that, blah, blah. You know, that's only when, that, that only protects you from the government saying you can't do it. The government can't stop you from saying what you want. But you know what? Your boss can. They're not the government. They're private. Your boss can say that. So the NFL owners have every right to say, listen, if you're out there and you kneel, you're gone. And there's no lawsuit. That's the way it is. All right, let's play. Uh, I want you to hear what happened in New England. 108, please. And this is a little bit long, but I want you to hear the whole thing so it's in context, right? It's in context. Um, this is, you kind of hear, it's a little rough, but you kind of hear the announcer announce the person that's going to start singing the, na- the, the, uh, the national anthem. And then the players take a knee and listen what happens. Here we go. <laughs> I just wanted you to hear that. Then let's skip toward the end. They were bo- the New England Patriots fans were booing their own team for doing this. Tom Brady was locked in arms with someone who wasn't kneeling. He was locked in arms, whatever. I mean, I guess that's what they're going to do. Uh, the owner, again, ripped into Trump, and he's buddies with Trump. I want you to hear what happened at the end of the national anthem. Here we go. They're cheering the anthem. <laughs> so there you go are they doing this in baseball one guy just did apparently i don't follow uh, baseball real much oh, no. one dopey 25 year old rookie on the oakland a's took a knee and it's like really dude out really well here's you know the what? deal well i'm thinking you can make baseball america's pastime again if these guys keep kneeling in the yeah. nfl i'm serious i know you're they're, they're biting off the hand that feeds them exactly i know i know um now one thing occurred to me, the fact that the NFL let it go this far, again, because they, they stopped them from putting on commemorative cleats. I mean, Colin Kaepernick put on socks 
that de- that depicted police officers as pigs when he was playing for the Niners. He wore them. That was okay. What did he get fined? But that was all right. You know what? This is the equivalent to the NFL not putting the kibosh on this. This is the equivalent of Starbucks telling baristas, hey, why don't you talk race relations with the people that come and order coffee? It's the same thing. Nobody goes into Starbucks to talk race relations. I don't go to drop off clothes at the dry cleaners to find out what the dry cleaner thinks about Trump or anything. I don't care. I don't. Now, I'm a little bit different. My doctor, my dentist will talk politics with me just because it's my job. And they, they you know, hey, and I'm all right, whatever, you know. <laughs> but, you know, one of the people you never want to piss off in life is the dentist. You know, you don't want to piss off the guy cutting your hair, the person at the drive through at two in the morning. You don't want to do that. Yeah. And the doctor, you never, doctor can put things in places. You don't piss them off. Sure. But you don't go to those places and talk politics. I don't go to the pizza place and get a slice and then, yeah, let's talk about this. No. So all of a sudden, it's okay for you to go to an NFL game and you care about what they think about politics. I don't care, but it's the same thing. Hey, I have a white chocolate mocha for Chip. Uh, that's me. Oh, here you go, Chip. What do you think about that Black Lives Matter, huh? Yeah, good or bad? <laughs> and by the way, you know there were NFL players besides Alejandro Villanueva that disagreed with this. You know it. But what's crazy is that I guarantee they were frightened to speak up. They didn't want to cause any waves. It's just not worth it because everybody's politically correct. You there? You can't tell me that everybody in the league agrees with this. And I know, not well, not everybody took a knee. 200 players, and I get it, but how many of them spoke out against this? And you want to know why they didn't? Because they didn't want to be bullied or plastered in the media as a racist. And I'm telling you, that's true. Yeah, which is ridiculous. And the, and the NFL with their no-bullying crap, come on, really? How many of these, uh, by the way, how come these players didn't protest Adrian Peterson coming back to the league after he whipped his uh, three-year-old in the testicles with a, with a tree branch? How come they didn't say no to Michael Vick coming back after he drowned dogs and smashed their heads till they, they were dead? Yeah, that. All of a sudden, these guys are hurt by words. Oh, our president called me a son of a bee. Oh, shut up. A break. 652. We'll continue in 5. KNST AM790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. But me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. A fantastic weekend. Now, it may have been better than some NFL players, but I'm just saying. Anyway, three things that I think you need to. I took care of it. Three things that I think you need to know uh, is, and, and are you ready for this? Number one, John McCain. John McCain uh, decided to say, I can't in good conscience vote for this new Obamacare repeal bill because it'll be completely one-sided. It's, he wants something bipartisan. Of course, Obamacare itself was passed in a partisan way. There was zero Republican support. Why not then undo it to make it right? Why? Because he hates Trump and he doesn't like you. You got to love that, right? Oh, and then, by the way, uh, John McCain also told 60 Minutes, uh, that his uh, his doctors have given him a very poor prognosis as he battles brain cancer. A very poor prognosis. He has feelings sometimes of fear of what happens, but he said he's had a great life. Uh-huh. Second thing that I think you need to know, President Trump, speaking in Alabama, talks about loving the country and everything else, goes off the cuff, which is what he does. He talks, he's the vehicle. 
And he said, you know, I'd love it. I would love it if some of these NFL owners would uh, get these uh, these SOBs off the field and fire them that protest the, the flag, that protest the flag and the anthem. And for that, he's the worst person ever. Apparently, that's, that's what really hurts the feelings of the NFL players, the big, bad, tough NFL players that call themselves so much worse. That's what set them off. And they're saying Trump is being divisive. Of course, they don't realize that. Of course, not. You, don't, you don't stand for the anthem and the flag. That's not divisive. That's just, uh, that's accepted. You shut up. It's accepted. Uh, third thing. I think you need to know uh, Trump has added a couple of countries to the travel ban, uh, North Korea and Venezuela, and still the haters like, doesn't matter, it's still a Muslim ban, because there are so many Muslims in North Korea and Venezuela. It's dangerous countries. Granted, of course, the terrorists that seem to attack us all happen to be Muslim, but whatever. Why keep score, right? Three things I think you need to know. Um, Now let's play the, if you missed it, let's play the Trump, yeah, that one right there. Number 97, beautiful. Uh, I'm putting this up at KNST.com. Just in case you didn't hear what he said, and there are a lot of people that didn't pay attention Friday night, and then watching, if you watch ESPN or FLN Network, they never actually played what Trump said. They only talked about it. Uh, Are you offended by this? This is what happened. Here we go. Got to put up number four. Got to hit stop. Tonight are unified by the same great American values. We're proud of our country. We respect our flag. Is it Lutheran and he? Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFLs when NFL somebody owners. disrespects our flag to say, get that son of a <laughs> right now. <laughs> He's fired. He's fired. Fired. I wanted all the applause in there so you could find out what exit, what is happening. Yep. You know, some owner's going to do that. Yep. He's going to say, that guy that disrespects our flag, he's fired. <laughs> and that owner, they don't know it. They don't know it. They're friends of mine, many of them. They don't know it. They'll be the most popular person for a week. They'll be the most popular person in this country. Because yeah. that's a total disrespect of our heritage. Yeah. That's a total disrespect of everything that we stand for. Okay? Everything that we stand for. Yep. Uh, and by the way, some people are like, I just don't understand. Why would he say something? Why would he get into it? Dude, he says, this is why he won the election. He says what we've been thinking. No, no politician of the guts like him to call it illegal immigration and secure the border like him, which is why he won. That's why he shot at the top of the polls. He ran start to finish number one for like two years. Most of America is sick and tired of going to football games to escape and then having these guys that make millions of dollars who, by the way, don't exactly move back to the ghetto after they make millions of dollars. They stay away from the crime. You notice that? Sick and tired of, of these guys slapping the country in the face. We're just, we don't want to deal with this. There's so much politics all the time. I just want this. Nobody cares about your opinion. So Trump is the vehicle. It's the message. Why did he say it? He said it because we want him to say it. Because people, Americans have been dying to say this, and the media won't listen. He's the guy. That's it. Simple as that.
Who who's which uh is it who is it Dave or is it Betsy? Betsy? All right, good. She's better than Dave. Uh Betsy Smith. Betsy, good morning. Welcome to KNST. Hi. Hey, Garrett. How are you? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. Thank you. You and your husband, of course, uh, law enforcement for years and years and years. You go around the country training law enforcement all over. All the law enforcement. Every time I uh, I speak to law enforcement, no matter what it is, if it's Border Patrol, sheriffs, deputies, police officers, they're like, I can't believe those guys actually listen to you and call into the show. And I'm like, well, thanks. So uh, <laughs> very cool that you guys are doing this. So what's your take on this whole situation? Well, I tell you, you got and you got Dave here as well, and I, I'll tell you, we uh, we're so frustrated, and and we want people to remember that this started with Colin Kaepernick yep. trying to impress his Black Lives Matter girlfriend last year by taking a knee to protest police brutality, which is is a lie. It's just a lie, and I'm going to let Dave chime in here. Okay. Yeah, you, well, Garrett, the problem I see with this is you just hit it on the head. They keep telling us, well, we need a conversation about social justice, and they tell us to shut up and listen. And no one knows. America sits there bewildered, wondering, what, what are they protesting? It, it's, it's law enforcement. They have got their, their idea. What they're questioning in social justice is our supposed uh, this mass uh, extermination of black males by law enforcement. And, of course, there's no such thing. It's absurd. It's all based on lies and and that statistically, we, we you're much more likely uh, to be hit by lightning than, than than for a black man who's unarmed to be killed by a law enforcement officer. And but that's their whole debate. And again, this has become a bizarre freedom of speech for me, but not for thee. Exactly. And that's the thing. President Trump said what we're all thinking, not just law enforcement officers, but the whole country. You know what? If these guys don't want to stand for the anthem, then get out. You're fired. And we don't want our sports politicized. Just like you don't want your coffee politicized from Starbucks, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't want to discuss race relations or anything else when I watch my football. I just want to watch football. Yeah. So what's the feedback you guys? Things, sports yeah. and coffee, right? Exactly. Well, you know, you don't want to go to, like I said, you don't want to go to your dry cleaner. You know, you, you don't want to go to your kid's daycare or school and be told what to do and what to think and all this other stuff. Um, but right. so what, what's the, what's the feeling you're getting? Cause I know you had a, a Facebook post that had like 6,000 shares. What's the feeling right. amongst Half our a law enforcement? Views. Wow. Half a million views. That's law enforcement. Wow. That's our community. And, and the thing is, they're all saying the same thing. Look, uh, this boycott for us from law enforcement started long ago when those four Rams ran on the field with their hands up. That's don't where shoot it started. Stumble. We knew yep. it was a lie. Yep. And that's continued to spread. And, and the problem I have is, is that this whole thing, they're saying, at least trying to justify it with this social justice, which, again, they never define it. Just, and CNN and, and, and MSNBC and the other syncophants, they just repeat it mindlessly and then say, if you doubt this, then you're just not permitted to speak because you obviously have some character flaw. And that's Americans are mad about that as a mass. But law enforcement's fed up. Yeah, they are. You guys are set up. And, 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 you know, if you look at it, I mean, the black on black, more white people kill more white people, more black people kill more black people. That's just the way it is. And as a matter of fact, I remember one of the stats and I was I was trying to look it up again. Um the stats are show that actually more whites are killed. I know there are more whites than blacks, but even percentage-wise, more whites are killed by police. And I don't want to bring this about the police and, and everything else, and because every every situation is unique. And you know, the police, you guys know this. You go into situations you don't even know what to expect, and, and the police lives are on the line. So it's you know, it, you can't just all of a sudden. Well, they they shouldn't be killing. 
Dude, you get out there and and you you put your life on the line with some nut job and you don't know what's going to happen. It's crazy. Well, Garrett, we're, Garrett, we're not killing. Here's the problem. This is all based on lies. This is all a, a this is all created by. Uh, and quite honestly, let's go back when the when our last president kept constantly mm-hmm. stepping in, always against law enforcement. The media, the elites, and the mob got together and decided law enforcement's all bad actors. And the problem is there's no statistical proof to that. That is a absolute lie. Yes, a small percentage of people killed unarmed are black men, and they're resisting. Remember, no law enforcement officer goes into a fight that doesn't involve a gun. That officer must retain that weapon. And this is part of the problem is it's almost becoming default setting to resist law as if that's some social cause, and it's not. And that leads to chaos and anarchy, and what they, and, and that's part of the problem. I mean, when they say social justice, literally, they have no clear definition other than law enforcement's brutality, which is a lie. Exactly. You know, I'm looking at it right now again. Uh, data compiled by the Washington Post says 50% of the victims of fatal police shootings were white, while 26% were black. And the majority of the victims had a gun or were armed or otherwise threatening the officer with potentially lethal force, according to Heather McDonald, an expert who did all kinds of research uh, and actually came out with a book on this stuff. You know, we like facts. Yes. That's what a lot we we like facts. Well, exactly, and it, that book is called uh, "The War on Cops" by Heather McDonald. And and the point of her book is is it makes the whole uh, country less safe when you vilify cops. There were 16 unarmed black men last year killed by law enforcement officers. Only one of those killings was criminal in nature, and the officer is in prison. We, there, we are not systematically exterminating black people, and as a matter of fact, what we're trying to do is save lives, save everyone's lives. Yeah, yeah, you are. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Trump said this. I'm glad he's holding strong. There wouldn't be any other politician that have the guts to say what Trump said. It's what America's thinking and he says what he's thinking. He has no fear. He doesn't care. He's like us, and we're like, we're dying for people to go, come on. Just like he called that out Antifa. He called them out, and other politicians right. were too scared to do it. You know, it's time after time, Thanks he's the one that's out in front of this. Well, what's sad is too much of law enforcement leadership are like our chief here in Tucson, who, who chooses the easy, the quizzling route to go with the yeah. mob and the elite and just take, you know, when he stood with Black Lives Matter in Richmond, mm-hmm. held up that sign, he, he picked a side, the wrong side, but only a city like Tucson with its bizarre leftist uh, leadership would ever bring this guy in to lead the very people who are protecting all communities of all color and and, and fearlessly. And that's a real problem I've had, in, uh, you know, that but that's one of the reasons I live in Moran and not Tucson. There, there you go. And, and again, if you missed the show on Friday, we talked about, or at least I talked about, Chris, uh, Chief, Tucson Chief Chris Magnus uh, writing an op-ed saying that it'd be dangerous if we had reciprocity, letting concealed carry people, uh, it, yeah. what, if you have in Arizona, you could use it in California, Utah, whatever state you want. Um, interesting story. I don't know if you saw this over the weekend. I'm sure you did. The horrific shooting at that church in Tennessee, right? Right. Uh, a guy moved here from the Sudan back in 96, actually went to that church, disappeared for a while, then shows up and starts shooting people. One woman died. Uh, however, he was stopped by a man who had a concealed carry permit. You know, this is the problem. When you have this chief of police who's there to protect rights, just wants to restrict rights, and everywhere, you know, it's, a, it's to, to, in fact, all of Arizona is proof that people will live up to your expectations. 
You want to, they are free and they act like free people. We have this constitutional carry. And I guarantee you, you don't want to walk into a church, a church in Arizona and start shooting because there's a lot of free men and women mm-hmm. packing in those things that will protect their, their flock. You're right. And I, I listen, I, I invited, uh, Chief Magnus on the show because he replied to my tweet, but then he doesn't reply ever back to the actual uh, invitation to come on the show. And I wonder what he would say about this 22-year-old guy uh, with a concealed carry license that actually stopped the shooter. He actually got pistol-whipped in the face by this shooter and then kind of fought him for his gun. How brave is this guy? And then shot the guy with his own gun, then went out to his own car and got his gun because he didn't have it on him, unfortunately, and then held him there at gunpoint until police got there. Because police can't be bodyguards, and and Magnus doesn't want you to be able to do that if you travel to a different state, which is pathetic. Well, and there's always been a disconnect between what police chiefs believe about concealed carry and armed citizens and what police officers believe. PoliceOne.com did a study a few years ago. Most line-level police officers want armed, trained, legal citizens out there because of what you just said. We cannot be everywhere at once. No, and it's not your job to be everywhere at once. That's, it's, it's not it. People need to take responsibility for themselves. Um, and rather, law enforcement, real quick, just back to the Magnus story, uh, avoiding football for a sec. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming law enforcement, are they, are they, is the majority of the officers, are they okay with people? That, of course, go through the training and the background check and everything to have concealed carry permits? Because Magnus was writing that it actually makes police officers' jobs harder if people have concealed carry permits. Well, no, Arizona, for instance, we've had, we've had law enforcement uh, uh, dealing with people who have been armed citizens for decades. And it's simply uh, part of the training is teaching people how to respond properly. It's not a problem. No law enforcement officer... That at least most of my uh, running buddies and most of the people we teach around the country, they, there are some who will say and they question it again. But Magnus doesn't present it as a debate. He he presents it as he's a golden one. He's a yeah. guardian for the golden soul. Has to protect all us bronze people uh, with his wisdom and he, and it's foolishness because you know this uh, this nation's been armed since its inception and, there, and and again training is a critical element i i really do want to see everyone out there who's carrying their weapon as their constitutional right to go out and get some training and learn their their rights learn their learn their responsibilities and and learn to be proficient with whatever firearm they carry and they also need to learn how to respond to armed law enforcement and uniform law enforcement and and our experience is most armed citizens they're not going to go rush in to our situation, but they are there to help. And they've got our back. And American law enforcement appreciates that. There you go. Uh, Dave and Betsy, thank you so much. Are you listening on the radio today or actually iHeartRadio? We're on our iHeart app. We're in Colorado, headed to Wyoming. Almost to the Wyoming border. Yep, we're going to wow. go uh, hunt some antelope, and uh, we're going to tell Ryan we're going to bring him some back. All right. Oh, I'm so happy about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> eat some antelope. <laughs> Ryan, you got it, man. Have you seen Ryan? He eats everything. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he'll I'm just kidding. Sous- you guys. He'll, sous- you. he'll sous vide it. <laughs> I'll sous vide your antelope. No problem. <laughs> Unbelievable. David Betsy. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, guys, thank you for calling and thank you for listening so much and, and be safe out there, okay? All right. See you soon, guys. You Great it. job, you guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. 724. Your reaction as well. 880 KNST, 880 We'll continue. Yeah, how about that for Magnus? I'll tweet that story to Magnus. What are, what are the odds of that, that a concealed carry guy stops a shooter? from killing more people in a church. And, uh, and yeah, 
What's your answer to that, Chief Magnus? What did it please tell me? We'll continue. We have more sound bites, including what uh, some NFL players were saying, former NFL players, about this. And we got to get into uh, McCain. We have so much to get to. KNST AIM 792 Sons, most stimulating talk. Talk. 739, thank you for hanging out. Uh, three things that I think you need to know. Number one, John McCain uh, said he he can't support the Obamacare repeal bill because it's too one-sided. You know, he needs bipartisanship. Uh, he's, he's Is he that dumb, really, John? You, you think somehow Democrats are going to go, yeah, you know what? We screwed the pooch on this one. We'll vote to repeal it, you fool. Okay. Uh, give me a break. He just wanted to stick it to Trump. He doesn't care about you. Uh, he also told 60 Minutes that his brain cancer is not looking good. Uh, doctors gave him a, quote, very poor prognosis, end quote. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, the Trumpster's comments. He said it'd be great if uh, the, and again, it was, leave it to the media. This is why he tweets. He was talking for like an hour, hour and a half up in Alabama on Friday night. And the one thing he said about the NFL, where he's talking about the love for the patriotism, the flag. And then he said, you know what? These NFL players, be great if one of these owners says, get that SOB off the field. You're fired. You disrespect the flag. Uh, apparently that really hurt the players' feelings in the National Football League. That's what really is. Oh, that's the divisive thing. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, snowflakes. Snowflakes. That's what they are. Snowflakes. So the NFL lost its mind. Uh, it was a game in London. 6.30 in the morning local time yesterday. Jags and Ravens. And a bunch of players knelt. Dozens of players knelt during the national anthem. But all stood up and saluted. God save the queen. Smart power. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is that uh, the Trumps are added a couple of countries to the uh, travel ban list. Good, 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 good. North Korea and Venezuela. Yet still, they're trying to call it a Muslim ban. He's just saying this because he wants to not be a Muslim. It's still a Muslim ban. No, he's trying to keep dangerous people from getting here. Last time I checked, the terrorists, Muslims, not every Muslim, but come on. Even the Muslims will tell you that. Uh, Give me a break. Three things I think you need to know. Oh, look at this. This is just coming in now. Deadline.com. Sunday night football ratings. Down again. No way. Man, oh man, they they live in their own bubble. Again, just like Hollywood. Really quick. Down again. Um, in a in metered market numbers, the primetime matchup between the Washington Redskins and Oakland Raiders was an eleven point six or twenty. Uh the worst Sunday has performed this so this season so far. Wow. So you think that's pretty good, but it's dropped even more. Redskins and Raiders, you got good fan bases there, right? You know, classic NFL teams. It's the worst Sunday night football has performed this season so far. 8% dip from the early numbers of last week's Falcons-Green Bay Packers game. Hmm. Uh, The third week of Sunday night football for this season declined 10% from the early numbers of the comparable game of last year on September 25th, 2016. Wow. It says here, last night's Sunday Night Football peaked with a 12.5-slash-20 uh, rating during the second quarter. It's 9-9-30. Not such a good number. Oh, not not that such a number can feel good to the NFL. Ratings down double digits this season so far after taking a similar tackle last year. You keep spitting in the eye the people that pay your bills. That's what happens. That's what happens. Ratings are down. Uh, and Quan Bolden, real smart guy, huh? Uh, again, yesterday, I, I woke up. I had to wake really early because my eight-week-old was screaming and crying. So I stayed up, and I watched the beginning of the uh, 6 a.m. start of NFL Network's Sunday morning show, right? 
And, of course, they're all offended. Oh, they all offended. Michael Irvin, Kurt Warner. None of the guys made sense. Rich Eisen looked like he was going to cry. They they don't understand that. It's actually divisive. They won't admit it's divisive to kneel during the national anthem, but it's divisive for Trump to comment on them kneeling during the national anthem. And then on ESPN, Rex Ryan, all these players, and it's just... Political correctness, gone. it's run amok. It's like they're afraid to say it is what it is. They're just afraid to say it. Uh, Anquan Bolden actually said that they're protesting. You ready for this now? Because these guys don't even know why they're protesting. And just like Dave and Betsy said, it all started a few years ago after the lie of Ferguson with Mike Brown, hands up, don't shoot. He never had his hands up, never said don't shoot. He charged at the police officer, tried to take, punched him, tried to take his gun from him. And it went from there to the, the mob mentality and Obama egged it on. To try to make it seem as if cops were killing blacks. They were exterminated, getting rid of them. Give me a break. I read you the stats. Uh, the the higher rates that whites get killed versus blacks. Whatever. I did that a few minutes ago. So Anquan Bolden started talking about they're protesting not against the flag or just the police, but they're also protesting for slain police. And they're protesting for veterans coming back that aren't getting the care they need. And that, all this stuff, like what? And there's more from Anquan Bolden. Let's play soundbite. Let's play. Uh, what do we have? Number number one twelve. Number one twelve. Uh, this is Anquan Bolden uh, saying somehow protesting and being divisive brings people together or something. Here we go. For me, I'm 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 disappointed that we we have to wake up this morning and discuss this. Um, it seems like a, a child that's acting out well, and mean, wants attention. Means Trump. Um, I think for anybody that understands why the guys are protesting, it's in no way to disrespect this country, um, to disrespect the flag. <clears throat> it's to bring people together. Oh, okay. I and mean, I think we all understand that there's a divide in this country at this point. Um, there's equalities that are not afforded to everybody in this country. What equalities? And that's what guys are, are protesting about. And I hate to use the word protesting, but that's what guys are standing up for. Oh, that's what it is now. Okay, it's the equal- what equalities? What equalities? I have a story. I put it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Let's talk equalities, okay? Because Trump is such a racist, uh, horrible guy, right? And this didn't start with Trump, sort of Obama. But anyway, uh, businessinsider.com. You ready for this? This is from July 7th of this year. The gap between white and black unemployment in America is at a record low. Shouldn't it be going the opposite way? Shouldn't it? Yeah. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the share of jobless African Americans in the labor force fell to 7.1%, the lowest since April 2000. It was 1.5 percentage points down from a year ago, and it helped create the smallest gap between white and black unemployment, I'm sorry, white and black employment on record. What? This trend is exactly what we want to see as the economy gets closer to full employment, said Elise Gould, senior economist at the Economic Policy Institute. Wow. So Trump being such a divisive guy is uh, creating an economy, creating the, the rate, getting rid of regulations, creating the environment of, in, the, in the economy that is getting more people jobs, including blacks. No way. Yeah. Um, there you go. What a bad, bad, bad guy. Again, we deal in facts. Facts. We like facts. And Quan Boldy. You want to hear what guilt sounds like? 
Rex Ryan, failed football coach, number 113. The white Rex Ryan introduced Trump at a Buffalo rally when he was running. Uh, Rex Ryan now, of course, sitting on a set on ESPN because he's unemployed from the NFL because he's a horrible coach. Uh, he is sitting there, and he has a white chick as the host, a white guy somewhere across, and he has uh, Anquan Bolden, who's black. I believe it's Randy Moss, who's black, and I believe Charles Woodson, who's black, near him as well. So, of course, he has to come out bashing Trump. Here we go. Like, I'm pissed off, I'll be honest with you, you know, because I supported uh, Donald Trump. You know, I, I sat back, and uh, when he asked me to uh, introduce him at a rally, you know, in, in Buffalo, I did that. But I'm reading these comments, and it, it's, it's appalling to me. And I'm sure it's appalling to, to almost any citizen in our country. It should be. I mean, you know, calling our players, you know, SOBs and all that kind of stuff, that's not the, that's not the men that I know. The men that I know in the locker room, I'm proud of. I'm proud to be associated with those people. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Rex, Rex Ryan, he is very, very, very upset. Very upset. Um, and you know what? They're bubbling in. Chris Collinsworth, 115. He's the uh, color man. You could say that. He adds color to the game. That's why they call him color analyst. He's white. Well, shut up. For Sunday Night Football on NBC. And, of course, they, you want to know how much they live in their little bubble? Here we go. Listen to this. I would say you should apologize. And Trump. Um, they're not SOBs. They're smart, thoughtful guys. They oh, really yeah. are. They've seen things that are unimaginable mm. in some cases. And they want exactly what the president wants. They want a better America. Their version of how to get there is different than the president's. I understand that. But I guarantee you, if the president invited, I can make a list of 10 guys to the White House and heard their stories and heard their thoughts and heard how concerned they are about America, that they would find a common ground and they would move this forward. Um, and I think an apology for the SOB comment right off the top would go a long way. Of course. Hey, you know what never came out of Chris Collinsworth's mouth? You know what? I can see also... How Americans are offended by these guys not standing for the anthem. They're kneeling. I can see it. Maybe apologies should go always. Right? All right. I can see if you have a problem with Trump's language using SOB, okay, fine, whatever. The reason we like it, I like it, is because we've had so much crap thrown at us that you just get so emotional and mad. You're like, you know what? Say it like it is. There you go. But nobody from the NFL is like, you know what? Maybe we took this too far. Right? Maybe we took this too far. Maybe the NFL players really are making Americans mad. Not one person from ESPN, NFL Network, NBC said anything like that. We have more coming up. Uh, Bob Costas, remember him with his anti-gun crap? He is, oh, he, he knows the answer. We'll get to that. And your reaction, 750. We'll get to it starting in about 5. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Listen, if you missed it. Luther and I and everyone in this arena tonight are unified by the same great American values. We're proud of our country. We respect our flag. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFLs when somebody disrespects our flag to say, get that son of a right now out? He's fired. He's fired. Fired. Fired! 
And they keep it going. I can fast forward a little bit. I just want to hear all the applause. Keep going. You know, some owner's going to do that. He's going to say, that guy that disrespects our flag, he's fired. And that owner, they don't know it. They don't know. They're friends of mine, many of them. They don't know. They'll be the most popular person for a week. They'll be the most popular person in this country, because that's a total disrespect of our heritage. That's a total disrespect of everything that we stand for, okay? Everything that we stand yep, for. Yep, I think we have that in the system, actually, right? I mean, there you go. Uh, I tell you, this is, this is, <laughs> was that so bad? Do you know that that's being called a racist statement now? Did you know that? Trump even had to address it. He had to address it. Um, when do you get a chance? When that's done? Yes. Whatever it's doing. Uh, Trump actually had to stop on a tarmac and tell the media. It's number 100. Number 100. Um, that, that What he said had nothing to do with race. Are you kidding me right now? Go ahead. Here we go. This has nothing to do with race or anything else. This has to do with respect for our country. Respect for our country. Dude, the NFL, let's, let's do the reverse. The NFL is 70% black. Is that fair? Is that fair? Should they even it out? No, but, you know, come on. So if he's against people that are kneeling, and the ones that are kneeling happen to be black, you can't, you can't make any comment unless you're black. You can't say anything. Can't say. You know who agrees with that? Stupid Bob Costas. <laughs> From my hometown. It so figures. Horrible. Thank you. Bob Costas with his awesome uh, views on guns. Remember, that was the whole big deal because uh, an NFL player uh, killed his uh, girlfriend. Remember that? I believe he killed himself, too. Chiefs player. I want you to hear Bob Costas. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. Uh, Bob Costas, uh, this morning on CNN, of course. This is what Bob Costas had to say. To give him the extreme benefit of the doubt, extreme benefit of the doubt, you'd say he's insensitive Mm -hmm. to the racial implications to make comments like this Mm. at a rally in Alabama. All right. He, he likes cheap applause lines, which has Ooh. no football team. And he way. delivered them, has no football. Unless you Pro football team. Yeah. They're they're rabid football fans right. down there. Um, and there are black players on the team. That's to give him the extreme benefit of the doubt. But do you want a president of the United States who, even if you're giving him the benefit of that doubt, is so tone deaf to the racial implications of this? Really? So he's tone deaf to it. Hmm. OK, he's tone deaf to it. Really? Wow. So apparently, again, you can't say anything unless somebody is your color. Otherwise, you're racist. Of course, Bob Costas is tone deaf to political correctness. Or maybe he's actually just common sense. Maybe he's just extremely toned to political correctness. He can't say anything. Now, he continued. Throw me up over there real quick. This is more Bob Costas. 70% of the players in the NFL, roughly, are African-American. Virtually every player who knelt in the initial stages of this was black and the initial impetus from it or for it came from Colin Kaepernick and it was about police brutality and mistreatment of African-Americans. You can't separate those two things. Of course, facts don't matter, right? I mean, if somebody like Bob Costas was an actual journalist or even just a normal human being, I hate the word journalist, it's overrated. You don't have to be a journalist to figure out the facts. If he actually uh, looked at the facts, he'd realize... There is, there is no, uh, uh, there always is mis- this mistreatment of black people, white people. It happens. It happens. But it's not, it's not 
done to exterminate the black population in America. It was all based on on junk. You want facts? I've got. I've given you facts. I can give you even more facts about actually when it comes to uh, well stats you need to know about uh, police killings. I've done it in the past. I could do it again. Heather McDonald examined all this based on data, data, and points out again this is from the Washington Post for goodness sake. Um, you ready for this? And I, I and I will get to your calls. I will get to your calls. According to data compiled by the Washington Post, 50% of all police killings were white people. 26% were black. Shall I continue? I mean, there's always more. And by the way, Heather McDonald said in a speech at Hillsdale College, the majority of these victims had a gun or were armed or were otherwise threatening the officer with potentially lethal force. So Colin Kaepernick saying this stuff, it was, it was based on falsities. But hey, let's just give it the uh, you know the attention it deserves, right? Just let it go. Enough is enough. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it says here, Washington Post data shows unarmed black men are more likely to die by the gun of a cop than an unarmed white man, but it doesn't tell the whole story. August 2015, ratio was 7 to 1. Unarmed black men dying from police gunshots compared to unarmed white men. The ratio was 6 to 1 by the end of 2015. And... The unarmed label is actually, well, it's it's accurate, but it it doesn't go into the highly charged policing situations, Heather McDonald said. For at least five black victims reportedly tried to grab the officer's gun or had been beating the cop with his own equipment. Some were shot from an accidental discharge, triggered by their own assault on an officer. Two individuals in the post-unarmed black victims category were struck by stray bullets aimed at someone else in justified cop shootings. If the victims were not the intended targets, then racism could have played no role in their deaths. There you go. Uh, I even have more for Bob Costas, defining patriotism, which he sounds like such a fool. We'll get to that. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Let's go to Dave. Dave, welcome to KNST. Hi. Hey, good morning. I enjoy your show. Thanks. Uh, I have a sort of an issue with you berating uh, McCain, calling him stupid and, and things like that. I, hmm. I understand these sort of wishy-washy on issues. Wait, wait, wait. Wishy-washy? No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> he is a war hero. And yeah, yeah, he, went through, he went through hell. Yes, and I, I just agree. want more respect given to a man like that that sacrificed so much. Hmm. I mean, he was on the, what was it, the forestall when a rocket went across, hit his A-4 skyhawk. He barely made it out. He shot down over... Hanoi, he was injured, he was bayoneted, and I do believe that his father was head of the fleet over there, and he had the opportunity, or was given the opportunity yes. to yes, we know get this. out of it early, but he didn't accept it. I admire him, and I definitely didn't like the comments that Trump made about him, because what mm. would Trump know about any of that? And, and, and my point being is, I'm a Trump supporter, I believe in a lot of stuff that Trump says, and sometimes he says some stupid Things and he's really uninformed. I, and also in America, we respect our elders and we respect. Hang on, our, can I can I can I comment now? I give you a lot of time to talk. Um, please, please. Uh, I can. I guess you can't, but I can separate John McCain, the war hero, and God forbid, yes. I mean, what he went through was hell, and I I I give him the utmost respect for that, the utmost respect. But John McCain, the senator, has lied to me numerous times. He lied about building the dang wall. He. I know. He hang on. I, he li- he lied know. about that. 
He's lying about repealing and replacing Obamacare. He never wanted to do that. He's been wrong about so many things. Tell me something, you know, John McCain. Is, no, hang on. Tell I, me. Tell I me something. That. Hang on. Hang I on. You're not listening. You're not listening. You're not. You're not listening. I let you talk. I want. I will. You're still. You're still talking. You're still. I want you to not talk for just a second. Okay. Of course. Sure. Tell me something that he has been correct about. Not much. And that's not my point. Well, that, but that's my point. He lies. He lies for his own benefit and his own vendetta. What Trump said about him was wrong. I've said that a whole bunch of times. It was ugly. It was wrong. But you know what? John McCain has lied through his teeth. He is savings and loan scandal. The Keating Five. It goes on and on. The dossier just trying to just smear Trump. You know what? I have every right to say what I want to say about him. He he works for me. He works for me. I wonder... Excuse me, I wonder if it's, it's maybe due to his medical condition. I've known a person like that that was really, uh, just really off off his game because of that. I wonder... I don't think it has anything to do him. with that. I, I, I don't really know. I don't really know. But I just, he is, uh, you know, an old gentleman, and, and I just respect my elders, and I, and I appreciate the service that he It's gave. hard for me to respect my elders. I guess, that's a di- I guess that's a difference in generation. I respect people not based on age, but based on what they do, okay? You know, just because you're right. older than me doesn't mean that I have to respect you. And John McCain has lied to me over and over again, so I can't respect the guy like that. Now, you know, uh, there could be a person that's younger than me that's 30 that is honest and works hard. I respect the hell out of them. So what? There you go. I don't de- Respect is earned, not given. Well, I would agree with that. I oh, just okay. uh, have a soft spot, I guess. <laughs> but uh, a soft yeah, spot I enjoyed the McCain. conversation. Oh, thank, thank you very thank much you. for thank taking my call. You got it. Thank you very much. I have a soft spot for kitties. He has a soft spot for McCain. <laughs> I don't have a soft spot for John McCain. Of course he went through hell. And of course yeah. he was there. I would never want any, and nobody should ever go through that. That's, that's horrible, horrible. And don't start sending me emails about what happened. And I don't want to, don't, don't, don't give me that. Okay. Um, but this idea that all of a sudden, just cause he's old. So somebody that lies to your face, you got to just sit back and respect them. Yeah. Break through. There are people suffering in the state of Arizona. There are doctors suffering because they're working a gazillion hours, getting paid a lot less, can't give the care that they want to give to their patients because of Obamacare. There are people that have lost their doctor, people that can't afford health insurance now, millions. It's gotten so high. The costs are so high. And John McCain ran on getting rid of it, and then when he has the chance to actually at least give the power back to the states, what does he do? He freaking lies. Man, he, we, you know, play the, play the damn clip. Play, play the McCain 30-second. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that one right there, 101. Listen to this. This is what he ran last year against Ann Kirkpatrick. He put out this ad. Listen to this. This is incredible stuff. Here we go. Obamacare is failing Arizonans. First, a massive rate hike, more than twice the national average. Then, America's largest health insurer abandoned Arizona's failing Obamacare exchange. That's devastating, especially to rural counties. Congresswoman Ann Kirkpatrick bragged about her Obamacare vote, saying, It's also the one I'm most proud about. While Kirkpatrick's proud of putting us at risk, John McCain is leading the fight to stop Obamacare. Yeah, right. I'm John McCain, and I approve this message. What a joke. He had the opportunity to make sure that the states at least got the power back. It's not the greatest. Don't get me wrong, but it's a start, and you could take it away more and more and more from there to start stripping Obamacare, destroying it brick by brick by brick. And what did John McCain do? I can't vote for this because it's just going to be all Republicans. Well, all Democrats got it, got it put in place. And I'm, and I'm, I'm, nobody gives a crap in Arizona with their health insurance premiums going through the roof about your regular order and your care for what's fair and not fair. You could have done something, but you're a bum. Simple as that. 822. You are. Respect my freaking... Get at me.
McCain doesn't he doesn't expect me. He doesn't respect me, I'll tell you that. Won't even come on the show. So there you go. Uh we have more on McCain, more on uh more on this situation uh with uh with uh, Trump and the reaction and just don't you go anywhere. I want your I, I, by the way, I appreciate the call. We could we could agree to disagree. Makes for great radio. 823. We'll be we'll be back in five. Morning ritual, Gary Lewis, KNST AM790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. 840, how you doing? It's uh, it's Monday. Follow me on Twitter, at Garrett Lewis. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. That way we stay in touch because I've been all over this weekend, today. I mean, just all the time. I like hearing from you, too, by the way. I love hearing from you, too. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Uh, number one, uh, John McCain said he can't do the Obamacare replacement bill, can't support it because it's only one side. It's all Republicans. He needs bipartisan stuff. Hey, John, tell me a Democrat that's going to vote with this. And if a Democrat can't admit a mistake, we ought to suffer. Really? Thanks, John. Uh, he also said that a doctor called his uh, brain cancer. Uh, he gave it a, quote, very poor prognosis. Doctor's given him a very poor prognosis. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, the Trumpster said what he said about, uh, you know, the, he didn't like the players disrespecting the, the anthem and the flag and they should be fired. The SOB should be fired. Apparently NFL players can take a lot, but they can't be called SOBs. That's just, oh, man, and they can't be called out for their divisiveness. Oh, no, this is terrible. Oh, it's bad, yeah. Everybody and their mother's saying apparently they're trying to make excuses to why they do this now. Nobody can even answer as to why they, they kneel. It's just so stupid. Things are so unfair that I make mil- this country afforded me the chance to make millions of dollars. 70% of the league is black. This is so unfair. This is so unfair. This is terrible. Terrible. Uh, by the way, uh, ratings have dropped to a new low for Sunday night football. Uh, Chargers drew just 27,000 people to the games. Uh, and Somebody sent me a story from two years ago, December 2015. At that point, there were 44 NFL players charged with assault and sexual assault. So, uh, yeah, good guys. Good guys. Good guys. Uh, the fans are pissed, man. 23% of the league knelt. 23%. Uh, third thing I think you need to know, Anthony Weiner is getting 21 months in the slammer for sexting an underage teenager. It's about time somebody gets locked up, right? Three things I think you need to know. And there's so much still to get to. Hang on, let's start with uh, Eric real quick. He's been waiting. Eric, welcome to Kennedy. Hi. Yeah, hi, Garrett. How's it going this morning? Uh, all right, man. What's happening? Well, uh, I just had a quick comment. Um, you know, it seems pretty sad that, uh, you know, you've, you've got all of these millionaires that uh, decide that they want to disrespect the, uh, uh, the American flag and disrespect the uh, national anthem. Uh, I think America should do what they did to the Dixie Chicks. Uh, one day they had a number one uh, rated hit, and the next day they didn't even show up on the charts. Mm-hmm. I think somebody should call for a national boycott of the NFL. And show them how we really feel. So boycott the uh, Monday night football tonight. Boycott uh, Thursday night's game. And boycott any other game that's going on the following weekend. When literally, we'll put an end, not a stop, we'll put an end to it. Because if they can't even pay their players because of the, the revenue sharing that they're going to have to now pay back because they, uh, they, uh, uh, they're not getting the, the, the sponsorship anymore, I think the American people need to be the ones to, to, to take over and uh, not put this all on the back of our president, who's under, uh, under siege enough. Have the American people say, oh, you know what, uh, I think we can, ta- we can handle this one uh, ourselves, Donald. Uh, 
we're, we're just going to boycott the NFL for the rest of the season. Well, he, he called and, for uh, hang on, hang how on. well they yeah. can pay their, their millionaire yeah. players after that. He boy, he called for a boycott over the weekend this morning. He hashtagged boycott NFL. I'm did not he? One, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I uh, did not hear that. I'm, right. I'm sorry to say I did not hear that. Yeah, he called for an NFL boycott. I'm not one for boycotts because I think people should do it themselves. But I I know what you're that's, saying. Well, that's what we are doing. Yeah, I, I, and, that, and that's what's happening right now. Sponsors, amazingly enough, by the way, never works out this way. Sponsors are staying quiet. They're not... And you know what? If Rush says something, they'll be like, the left has these attack dogs lined up. They will attack Rush and send letters and emails and phone calls, and sponsors will drop like that. Yeah, well, they don't want to be in the, in the line of fire. Well, you know? I guess... <laughs> they're, 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 uh, they're trying to stay under the radar themselves, yeah. which I think is a kind of... Uh, Kind of a sad uh, uh, state of affairs uh, as well. well remember, but, uh, yeah, remember, at this yeah. particular point, you know, if you don't want to call it a boycott, then uh, you know, um, then no, uh, no, and you you can. And I think if the phone call. Remember when uh, and Macy's? I don't believe is a sponsor of the NFL. But remember when Trump was running for president? Macy's dropped him. You're too controversial. Uh, no, no, they don't like it, I, and I don't like doing this. It's not in my nature. But maybe, maybe, maybe there needs to be. Um, a page from the other side's playbook where you call all the national sponsors. You see all you see all the beer commercials, everything, car commercials, and you do it. Dude, people are pissed. They're burning. People are making videos, putting them all over the internet where they're they're burning their team's jerseys. Dude, the Patriots fans booed their team when they were kneeling for the national anthem. They booed them. Ratings are dropping. I don't know what else it, it's going to take for these numbnuts in the NFL and the and the the owners, the players, Commissioner Goodell, the weirdo that he is. What is it going to take for them to to just step up to the plate and realize this is just wrong? This is what drives them over the line again. Uh, Ray Rice didn't come back to the league because he wasn't any good, but he punched his girlfriend in the face or his wife in the face. Remember that video? Remember when Adrian Peterson took out a tree branch and whipped his three year old in the in the in the testicles? Remember when that happened? Remember when Michael Vick drowned dogs and bashed dogs? He got welcomed back into the NFL. You know how many times there are players committing sexual assault and they let them back in or they get arrested? Do you, you name it. Michael Irvin was against this yesterday. NFL and I had buddy sending me a link. Remember if Michael Irvin got busted with cocaine and prostitutes in hotel rooms? And that guy's laying judgment on Trump and what he said? Again, Trump is doing what he did to get elected, he is the mouthpiece of America. Americans were like, why aren't politicians listening to us when we say deport illegal immigrants, build a wall, stop these awful trade deals, our jobs are going away, we have no jobs, what's going on here? Trump is the only politician to ever come out and go, I agree with you and I'm going to run on that. Anyone? And you know what? Most of America is like, dude, these, I have yet to meet a person. Maybe it's because I'm just a white guy, right? But I have yet to meet a person who's like, you know, I'm so glad they're kneeling. I'm so glad they're doing this. Nobody likes it. I would say no. Most of America doesn't like it. And they're, you know what? They are going to get hurt, man. They are going to get hurt in a very big way. 880-KNST, 880-5678. All right. Um, <clears throat> let's play also what Trump said. I promise this. Uh, 116, 116. Trump on Friday talks about Listen to what the crowd does when he mentioned Republicans and McCain. Listen to this. Here we go. Been hearing repeal and replace Obamacare, right? For seven years, I've been hearing repeal and replace. So I'm very much involved. You know, they like to say, well, Mr. Trump, President Trump sat in the Oval Office and didn't. I'm on the phone screaming at people all day long for weeks. 
They gave me a list of 10 people that were absolute no's. These are 10 Republican senators. Now, John McCain's, John McCain's list. John McCain was not on the list, so that was a totally unexpected pause it, thing. Pause it, terrible. Pause it. I, I, you do, you do. So he mentions Republicans at a at a rally, and they start booing because they're all backing Trump. There was a poll done. Fifty eight percent of Republican voters support Trump. Only thirty eight percent of them actually support the party. If these these guys don't get it either, man, a lot of people just still, they don't get it. Carl Rove did an interview this morning, cracking me up. Carl Rove said Trump is walking away a loser from this. Oh, man, are you freaking clueless? The establishment swamp doing it again. Uh-uh. You know what? In this, the one thing that, I got, that got Obama reelected is that people related to Obama. Obama talked about things. He talked about sports, other things that relate to people. And therefore, some people didn't even know what his policies were, but they liked him because of that. He seems like a likable guy. Trump is doing the same thing. He's got good policies, but he's the one out there saying exactly what you're thinking. And it's about time somebody is. You know what? Why haven't any Republican or Democrat lawmakers stood up and said, you know what? This kneeling thing is a bit, it's, it's, it is disrespectful. And the league can fire this. And this is where people are stupid, too. They don't understand what is the education system, right? Only the government, you, the government is the only, only entity that can't stop you from saying something. Your boss can. Your boss can say, you can't talk about this. You can't do it. You can't do it. And that's just what you have to do. You have to abide by that. You know, if I do something that my boss doesn't like, I can't say you can't fire me because I have the freedom of uh, of of speech. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's called being held accountable for your job. The government can't censor people. That's the whole point. I wish people would understand that. They have the right to do it, sure, on their own time, but if the NFL says you can't do that, you can't kneel, that's the rule. If you don't like it, go find your own league to play. 850. We'll get more, more reaction, uh, more rules. More rules are being, oh, what, I mean, everybody's got to be out. Yeah, I know. I don't know about that rule. The Steelers violated it. Every, every player has to be out. They, they don't care. They'll pay the fine. They don't care. These are multimillionaires. They don't care. Uh, we'll continue. There's more. We'll get to NASCAR again saying that uh, they're ready to fire everybody if they protest the anthem. Oh, yeah. See how that works? See how that works? Again, this is the equivalent of Starbucks asking baristas to talk about racial tensions. It's the same thing. You don't go to your dry cleaner. You don't go to your your car wash and expect to hear politics. You don't care. You don't go to your dentist and want to talk politics. You don't care. 851, we'll continue in five. Get your reaction. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792. Sounds most stimulating talk there. It's respectful. Fans like it. It's not good. But I guarantee most of them, except for this guy, felt bullied. Felt pressured to not do it. And apparently that kind of bullying is okay in the NFL. The PC bullying. Here is uh, Coach Tomlin being asked about Villanueva getting out there. Here we go. Throw me up my map over there. Cool. was okay. He came out. He was out of the tunnel because of like I said, I was looking for 100 percent participation. We're going to be respectful of our football team. Man, these are divisive times mm. uh, in the United States, and it's a shame, uh, but it is. Um, but we're not politicians. Um, we're coaches and professional athletes. Maybe you should say then, hey guys, just play freaking football. How about that one? And um, if those of us or individuals choose to, you know, choose to uh, participate in politics in some way, I'm going to be supportive of that. On your own time. Um, no? But when we come no. out of, you know, locker rooms, man, we come out of locker rooms to play football games. And really? And to be quite honest with you, man, I didn't, 
appreciate our football team being drug into politics this weekend. And I'm sure. Uh, dude, they dragged themselves into politics by kneeling just like the other players in the league during the national anthem. If no Steeler knelt before, then they could have came out and be like, well, no, it's fine. You know, if I'm not kneeling, I'm not an SOB that Trump's talking about. How about that one? How about that one? Yeah. Nobody in the NFL is questioning. Maybe we did the wrong thing. The uh, free market is speaking. Story from Pitts, uh, CBS in Pittsburgh. Sales of Alejandro Villanueva jerseys skyrocket after being only stealer to stand for national anthem. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not many people buy offensive lineman jerseys, by the way. Fanatics.com. Villanueva's jersey is now the top-selling Steelers jersey. One of the top-selling jerseys in the entire NFL. This is the free market, baby. Do you think Trump was wrong? I don't think so. He won the election by saying what we all thought. We were screaming, but no politician had the guts to say. He did it again. But it's not really that important, but it is important. It is important. By the way, they have Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. They have some big-time names on that team, and Villanueva is now outselling all of them. Hmm. Um, about Villanueva's decision to stand near the tunnel, well, he was standing right on the edge of the tunnel, beginning of the field, hand over his heart, singing the national anthem. That was Alejandro Villanueva. His teammate, Cameron Hayward, said, Al's a hell of a man. I appreciate everything he does. Just thinking about it, you know, we have multiple people that have family members that serve our country, and we never want to take any, anything away from them. We never want to turn our back on our military, but there was a stand made by multiple people, multiple teams, and you know, we all want to stick together through this. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, people are burning their Steelers jerseys, towels, gear, recording it, throwing it all over the Internet. Good for them. That's what you want to do? Good for them. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. I want to play for you uh, Bob Costas talking about patriotism. Because he's like, what's the big deal? You know, patriotism. Here, Bob Costas explains this. I have it over here. here. Here we go. Listen. Part of what's happened is that sports and patriotism and the flag have been conflated to such an extent Mm. that people can't separate out uh, any nuance. If you go to see Hamilton, which is about the founding of the republic, no one says, wait a minute, don't raise the curtain until we hear the national anthem. Really? When you went to see Private Ryan, no one said, turn off the projector, saving Private Ryan, no one said, turn off the projector until we've had the national anthem. This is the smart power? I'm going to play more. This is the smart power of Bob Costas. How many times do you go into the movies and they play the national anthem? Go to Broadway show, do they play the national anthem? They do it at football games. And and I this myth about it only starts in 2009. They've been doing it for a lot longer than that. Um, what the hell is Bob Costas talking about? He's trying to say as if you know why are we you know why do we even bother doing it at the football games? We don't do it these other places. That's what he's trying to make, but that's not the point. And these guys are disrespecting it. But whatever. No, nobody's you know, kneeling at Saving Private Ryan to disrespect the country, by the way. Anyway. It's in sports where this stuff happens. Yes. Sometimes movingly, sometimes I'd submit 
cynically because Thanks. wrapping yourself in the flag and honoring the military is something which no one is going to object to. We all respect their sacrifice. We all honor their sacrifice. And yet what it has come to mean is that the flag is primarily and only about the military. This is no disrespect to the military. It's, it's a huge part of the narrative. But Martin Luther King was a patriot. Susan B. Anthony was a patriot. Okay. Dissidents are patriots. Mm. School teachers and social workers are patriots. What? And nobody is denigrating a school teacher or a social worker. It's a job. They chose to take the job. They're teaching. Not every teacher is great, by the way. They're not all patriots, Bob. Like the one that we talked about at Ironwood Ridge High School? Yeah, she knows who she is. Really, Bob? And yet at Yankee Stadium, if we can shift sports, not only do they play the national anthem before the game, but they play God Bless America at the mm -hmm. seventh inning stretch 81 times a year at mm -hmm. home games. Mm -hmm. And in every case, they say, please rise as the Yankees honor a military guest. I have no problem with that. I stand every time I'm in the ballpark, no matter what it is, I stand. And I certainly respect the military person they bring out there. But there's never a school teacher. There's never a social worker. Patriotism comes in many forms. And what has happened is that it's been conflated with, with kind of a bumper sticker kind of flag waving and with the military only so that people cannot see that in his own way, Colin Kaepernick, however imperfectly, is doing a patriotic thing. By wearing a uh, Fidel Castro shirt and cops are pigs on his socks? Really? Patriotic, huh? It's not all about the military, Bob. It's about respecting the country. It's about respecting the country. Where else would you like to live, by the way? I mean, we, we can always work on things. Nobody's denying that. You want to, we had the, the uh, lady in here who's an Iraqi immigrant. You want to live under a dictator where Saddam's son's walking around just shooting people in the head? He doesn't like him? Is that what you want? Bob frigging Costas. Holy moly. Uh, trying to say as if, you know, even if they didn't honor military people, what if you just stood up and had pride in your country? Is that bad? Apparently Bob Costas thinks so. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Let's go to Sean. Sean, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, Garrett, how you doing? All right, what's happening, Sean? Hey, not much. Hey, just want to let you know, you know, um, I heard you saying that, uh, you know, people don't stand up, you know, before movies or other uh, things. Bob Costas, Bob Costas said that. Bob, Bob Costas. So um, I was letting him know that, you know, I'm, I'm retired Air Force, and uh, before every movie, if you went to a movie on base, they would play the national anthem before the movie, and everyone would stand up, you know, and, uh, uh, and respect that uh, before every movie. So... You know, they do do it. They do do it in other places. They do do it for other things, and I just thought that was important. Interesting. I guess, yeah, because Bob is not on a military base, so he wouldn't know. And he's trying, well, to, he's trying to act as if it's not that important, or, or who knows what the heck he's even talking about. He's trying yeah, to, you know, he's, 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 he's just, he's, he's, remember when he talked about during Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football games a couple of years ago, and he was rabidly anti-gun because an NFL player killed his girlfriend and killed himself? It's ridiculous. They take these, they take these one things, they take these, you know, instances, and they just try to project it on everybody, and like that's the consensus for everything, and everybody thinks this way. It's just the, it's just asinine. It really, you know? dude. How about uh, did you see that the at the early game yesterday in London, the NFL players 
uh, knelt on the, the Ravens and the Jaguars. They knelt during the national anthem. Not all of them, but dozens of them did. And yet when God Save the Queen came on, they all rose and paid their uh, respects. It's just, it, it's, it, it just makes you, it just makes, it's a sad, it's a sad time when you see that, when you see Americans kneeling. And the thing is, is these people have no, you know, they don't know what it is to serve. They don't know what it is to, uh, to really give for your country. And, uh, you know, this is just something that politics needs to be left out of. Don't, don't bring the national anthem, what everyone's done for this country, and, uh, and try to politicize it. I mean, it's just, it's really sad. It's yeah. really sad, and I hope they change. I don't know if they're going to. I think they're too stupid. They're in their bubble, and they're so PC, they're afraid of their own shadow, to be honest with you. But we'll see. Hey, Sean, thank you for the, uh, the information. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for hey, your Gary, service. Thanks for your time. you got to take care. And listen, I've never served the country before. I don't know what it's like to be a veteran and to be an active service member. I, but I, I know it's right and wrong in my mind. And again, I, I, don't know, I just you don't want to bite the hand that feeds you. Right? You, you, just, you just don't want to do that. You know, let's say you're the... Um, Let's say you're the uh, the the high high level executive at Jack in the Box, but you're a vegetarian. Are you going to rip meat eaters? It's just this stupidity. And again, they are literally that what these NFL players are doing is they are over inflating their self importance. Just like you don't go to Starbucks, dumb Starbucks wanted to have their baristas talk to you about race relations, have that work out. You don't want to go to these places and talk politics. I don't. You don't generally care. If you want to know what someone's opinion is about politics, you'll ask them. Other than that, who cares? 880-KNST, 880-5678. I have some more sound bites to get to. Uh, if you missed it, what the Patriots fans did to the Patriots. Um, and more of what Trump also apparently said, you know, we're talking about player safety. And all of a sudden, the players are very upset. The, play, the same players that are beating the crap out of each other um, are upset with what Trump said. We'll get to all that. It's coming up. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. 926, thank you for hanging out. A high of about 88 today. Sweet. Other parts of the country would call it hot. We call it cool. About 50 when I was driving in today. How about that, huh? 880 KNST 8805678. Ryan is interrupting my my swerve. You swerve? Uh, something. Uh, you want me to go to Rod? Yeah, pick up Rod. Rod, welcome to KNST. Hello, Rod. Hey, how are you? All right, what's going So Ryan tells me you're from Chicago. Yeah, and so I came down here, and I was really surprised. Like, one thing that was really shocked me was the difference with, in news media. Like, uh, the news that I was getting, national news, quote-unquote, and then I, I thought everyone got the same national news. When I come down here, sometimes not. I don't get any other news. Once I got down here, that I was getting up there. Okay, like what? The perception of Arizona is different. Also, it's like Chicago paints you guys as like you know really racist people who don't like Mexicans and and you know <laughs> and like that. And but when I got down here, I can understand why a person would be concerned about the border as easy as it was to get like a driver's license or as easy as it was. I can understand that, you know. But at the same time, I'm like, uh, there's also this perception of Chicago, we were ducking bullets and everything, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not at all like, like the way the media is portraying it. I think they do that because based off, you know, demographics and trying to sell ad space and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's, it's all for eyeballs and for ears and stuff like that. But hang on, I'm just curious. So were you on the south side of Chicago? 
Yeah, and I rarely find people from the South Side who live here. They're all North Side people. And- okay. Well, but my, the thing is, is that, I mean, it's not like the numbers are lying about people getting shot every weekend and, and yeah. killed every weekend. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. It's like there's two point something million people. So it'd be like Tucson is actually next to Detroit on the list of, of crime. So see if you only had 100 people oh. and 10 of them, 10 of them commit crime. Right. Well, then that's your chance of running into that crime is pretty good. Sure. Well, if there's, you know, 10,000 people and there's 10 people committing crime, see what I'm saying? Your chances of running into that crime is way less. Like, I never saw any, you know, bad thing really happen. Although okay. there's, I'm sure there's people who, you know, on the other hand, my brother was in, into drugs and he saw all types of problems, obviously, because that was his lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's what, but, it's what you make of it. It's where you want to go and where you can, how you conduct yourself. Now, regarding the thing with the, uh, with the football players, my thing is this. Well, hang, hang on one second. I'm just curious. This is this is very cool. Uh, first of all, how how long? Well, I'll let you talk about football in a second. How long did you uh, move here? Um, a year ago. Okay. Um, yeah. Have you actually driven down to the border or no? Almost. Yeah, because we uh, I guess that's close. Um, yeah. So we so were, you see how wide open it is. Yes, and so um, and also Mexico itself is really really a pretty place. Oh yeah, dude. There are parts of it that so, are great I mean, as long as you're not going to get killed by the. Uh, the cartels, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is... Don't go to Acapulco. They could, I mean, we went down to a resort, you know, in the south side of Mexico. So my thing is they could really, you know, of course they could improve their own lot, of course. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, they could. So so do you think that we need a wall after seeing what you saw? Well, my thing is none of that would matter. <laughs> because cause at the end of the day... I think the United States' intent is to always have a bunch of low-income workers, and that's like myself, the problem. Well, or, that, you know, well, I've had many a low-income job. So, well, wouldn't you like to? Yeah, but wouldn't you like to get a, have a raise though? Because if you have, if you if, if the market is flooded with people that compete with you, you're not getting paid as much. You know that. Well, yeah. Well, like, I mean, I had a past with you know in um, in selling myself as in production radio myself. I mean, it'd be like if I if everybody started doing everything at half of what you were making. Right, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, next you know, they're like, "Well, we don't have to listen to him. We'll just turn to this other person who and pay him half." You know, picture what that would be like, and and that's oh, I know. The corporations want people to make less. They, yes, they want to make a bunch of, of Walmart workers. They don't want anybody raising up. So it's yes. really, I think, I think more interested in making sure that you know we are low income and everyone is. You know, they have a large amount of slave labor mentality. They don't want you to rise up and ask for raises. I mean, how can you... The term employee, for instance, um, from this wonderful website called uh, Chronicling America, has old newspapers from the 1800s sure. and stuff. You can... Well, the term employee was, like, used for once the slaves were freed and everything, and, and that, a list of laws that they couldn't do. One of them was own their own cattle. Now, obviously, if you own your own cattle, then you can, you know, go against the person who's, yeah, who's paying you. Yeah, competition. But, Right. Well, I mean, the corporations are that way now. I mean, I agree. So hang on. But this is the point, though, is that that's why you got to get rid of weasels like McCain and Flake and all these. And the Democrats, too, that want to help out big business and cheap labor. U.S. Chamber of Commerce is very influential. And that's and who that these is, guys serve. That's, that's why not, I got it. Right. right. That's not Democrat or Republican. No. That's just rich and broke. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> so, exactly. So, so here's the thing, though. But you need the wall, though, because if Trump, you know, wins and has eight years... Uh, and he can't get the wall, but he has these policies, so we're not getting as many illegal immigrants coming through, and he's cracking down. The next president, or the one after that, could say, you know what, I don't like that, and I'm going to change it, and come on, like Obama did, come on through. That's why you need the wall to make it even harder. It's, it's more of a permanent thing versus just a policy that can be changed. Yeah, but then, uh, you, I mean, who's going to, at the same time, the farms, 
still got to have somebody coming in there pick. They don't want to pay. Oh no, they will. No, they're they're dude. They're, so. they're I've had stories upon stories where once H two B visas were rejected finally by the Trump administration, Kelly gave in a little bit. But all of a sudden, there were there were like places up in Maine, summer towns. They said we can't hire. We we've run out of H two B visas. We can't hire cheap foreign labor. We have to pay American people more to work in the summertime than we normally would. Uh, and it's right. happened. And there were there stories I, I had of the L.A. Times about when it came to uh, people picking agriculture. Now, all of a sudden, they're having they're having to find these people. and They're paying them more money and giving them a better treatment because they need they need them to be there. Plus, on top of that, it's going to be more robotic, more more technology doing it versus humans. So, uh, you know, we, we there'll, there'll be plenty of people to do the jobs. Construction. We talked about it two weeks ago uh, because of Trump uh, saying we're cracking down on illegal immigration. Home builders in Texas and other places can't find the illegal immigrant labor. All of a sudden, construction wages have risen by 30%. 30%. So it's working. Well, it's working. Now, real quick about football. Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> That's no problem. I mean, because, like, like, like I was telling him, my, my past family was... My past family was uh, was also... like yeah. I, I know the family who owned my family. Oh, Wow. Yeah, they're on Facebook. Yeah, they they have a uh, they have a uh, you all right? They have a, a ranch that you know they remade the place. You know, remade and turned it into a, a bed and breakfast and everything. And sure. So they're living real nice, you know. <laughs> but you know, I. Well, it's not their so, fault, though. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's like they're like uh, it's like they there? had to have free labor to make the whole thing work. They got rid of that free labor. They fought to keep it. Those people are civil, the Civil War. Now we right. go back to the football thing. Yeah. During the Civil War, everybody called those people patriots. They stood up against a government that was already in place. Yeah, okay. Right? Did they not? And so then... Sure, sure. Are you, are, you trying to, are you trying to make the, uh, the, the, the comparison that the, NFL players thing, are slaves? Well, the thing is... Um, Come on, not man. slaves, but to people who... People who stood up against whatever the government was stood doing. Up the what, like England, stood up against what, though? Stood up against what? Well... You I'm, do, I'm talking about it in general. Like if a person, like when England came over, they came hang on, hang on, back, were, back up from all that. This whole idea, man. This whole protest started with the St. Louis Rams when they were in St. Louis a few years ago after the Mike Brown thing. You know, don't hands up, don't shoot, and that was proven to be false. He didn't mm-hmm. have his hands up, didn't say don't shoot. He charged the cop, punched him through the window, tried to grab his gun. He tried, he tried to try to take his gun from him. It was all a bunch yeah, of garbage. But I, mean, I, I myself, I was driving down the street. I was eight years old. A kid, a guy, rode down the street. He had a two by four in his hand. He tried to knock me off of my bike when I was a little kid. That's awful. There's no news for that. I, there's I mean, no, there's there's no news for a lot of things. Low, there's, there's Rodney King. I mean, bad things have happened for generations. You can't point to, like, well, Yeah, well, I, I know, but, this, I mean, you, happened, you, you know? but, 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 kid, so. but, but, but you, the, these protests are based on things that aren't true. I could read yeah. for you the statistics about police brutality and killings and the ratio to blacks and whites, and whites turned out to be killed a heck of a lot more, and even the ratio was higher. So oh, it's, see, that's my exact point. What? The, the um my whole thing is I really don't think it's as much as race as it is the the concept of we're here to protect the property, the corporations. So if me and you bash each other to death, they're gonna arrest me and you and beat oh, us both. No, no, there's no. A, they, they, there's they, a listen, video. Listen. Of, there's a video of a white kid that was being shot by you know police officers. They don't put that on the news because that's not gonna get as many clicks. Nah, maybe, maybe. But look, 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 look. I don't I don't want to stray off into the unknown. Um, but. Yeah. But no, no. But it's true. But look, th- this whole thing came about. The, you you could ask these NFL players why they're they don't even know why they're protesting. When Anquan Anquan Bolden is saying 
They are also protesting slain police officers. They're not just against police. That's never happened. That's not what it's about. And honestly, nobody will. Just like if you go to your, like I said, you go to your dry cleaner. You don't hear a dry cleaner tell you about, about racism. You want to go to a movie and watch a movie. You want to go to a sports game and watch a, watch a game. You know what? If you don't like it, it's a private club. Go away. Go do something else. Go do something you remember, else. You remember they did that same thing in like uh, in uh, in the Olympics with the two guys raising their fists and yeah, that was nineteen sixty eight. That concept has always happened. I mean, there's yeah, but you know that that's it's a different time now. It's it's it was based on falsities, man. Everything they were they think there's the police are somehow trying to systematically uh, annihilate black people, and that's not true. It's yeah. not true. It's not true. It's not true. I mean, yeah. that's just the way it is. I'll show you the, I will, you know what, I'll even put on my, like my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Um, like and follow, I'll put up the, 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 the facts so you can see it for yourself. Like, I'm not making up these things. I never would. I never yeah, would. I, I don't think, I, 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 like I said, I, I really think it's more, it's more we have to have a certain amount of people remaining in a you know, eh, let me a ask you this. environment. I well, mean, that that's different than they the don't NFL. Care how they get it? That's different know? than that's different than the NFL. Trust me, they're making tens of millions of dollars a year. That's different than what the the NFL's doing. But do you do you ever know any NFL star or any any pro athlete that makes all this money and goes back to live in a poor area? Uh, no. Unfortunately, yeah, but not in this generation. Well, and, yeah, and well, also uh, from the Bulls. What's his name? Uh, Craig Hodges is one of those people. Craig, Craig, okay.